Mediocrities, an okay classics podcast. Hello and welcome to Mediocrities, an okay classics podcast. I'm Phoebe. I'm Katie. And I'm Micah. And we're your hosts. I am in Micah's house. Um, Phoebe's in my house. I am going to be there all weekend. I was originally just going to be there for tonight, but then it turns out that there's going to be a huge blizzard tomorrow. So I'm not leaving until Sunday. Isn't that exciting? That's so exciting. It's like we're trapping her here. It's like he's trapping me here and I can't leave. (laughs) Um, You could leave if you wanted to, but you don't want to. I don't want to. That's yeah. No, I, I'm I'm glad that I am here longer, in case that wasn't clear. Yeah, um, no, it was clear. Yeah. I was making a haha silly. Yes. Um. Sorry for the delay in the episode. Um. On the mediocrities Twitter, I said that it was because of technical issues, and that's it was kind of technical issues, but it was also kind of not that because. So we were going to record last Friday, but then Katie was babysitting and couldn't get the Wi-Fi password to record, so we couldn't record Friday. So we were like, okay, let's just record tomorrow. And then we forgot to do that. And then I was like, okay, let's just record next Friday and push the episode back a week. So here we are. Hi. How are you guys? Hello. Hi. How are you guys up doing? Uh, I'm doing okay. As with all Fridays, generally, I have a speech team tournament tomorrow, which starts at um, 6.20 a.m., so I'll have to be up early, and I have homework that I have to do tonight because my AP grade teacher is insane, but other than that, I'm actually doing really great. I'm totally vibing. I'm, like, ooh, I'm really just thinking about going to sleep. I'm going to be completely honest. Yeah, I'm very tired. Um, in my little, my show notes that I have, I wrote, th- so I wrote this because I thought that we were going to be recording it last Friday. So I wrote that I just finished midterms today. I finished midterms last Friday. They've been over for a week and I still have not recovered from that. Um, but yeah, um, that okay katie told us not to dilly dally because she has to do her homework for ap euro so we're gonna do that so what let's dive into today's episode huh yes today we are gonna be talking about a guy which guy you ask jason that guy this episode or episodes it might take two um it's it's just gonna take one we will talk about Jason and his adventures. After that, we will continue the story. So I guess it will take two episodes. Um, but after that, we're going to talk about his much cooler and better wife. Sound good? Sounds, Sounds great. great. Didn't we start Jason last time? No. Last time okay. was Theseus. Oh, yeah. Theseus is a bitch-ass motherfucker. Mix them up, mixed them up in my head. I want... I want a sticker that says, this man ain't my son, like the Ted Cruz meme, but it's got Theseus on it instead, and no one knows what Theseus looks like, but I want, like, an image that everyone will know is Theseus. 
the ship of Theseus, but that's not a no-no sleuth that looks like either. I don't know. Um, you could just have, you could have a picture of a guy with a name tag that says, hello, my name is Theseus, like the, like the guy from Greek mythology. That's really funny. Thank that you. That can be our first piece of merch. It can be our first piece. <laughs> it's just just some random guy it's like a stock photo of a guy with a poorly edited photo on of a name tag that says hi my name is theseus and the caption this guy killed my son i'm going to i'm going to make that i'll make that later i'll make that as an image and then i can post it on our social medias um (laughs) so jason's dad was named Asen, and I think that should be the trend for all children forevermore. Katie's future kid will be JD, Micah's future kid will be Bika, and my future kids will be, um, let's just say EB and DB. Jason's mother, <laughs> Jason's mother, however, has more potential options for a name because, as always, nobody cares about women. A few options for Jason's mom name are Alchemedi, Polymedi, and Amphinomy, but there's also more. I strongly hold the belief that Jason's mom's name was actually Mason, so we will just go with that. Anyway, um, Asen's half-brother, Peleus, not to be confused with Achilles' dad, Peleus, was super hungry and wanted so much power all the time, like half the men in mythology. Oh, yeah. Also, Aeson was king of Thessaly. Should probably have explained that before. Um, so he wanted power. Peleus was a demigod son of Poseidon, so he had, like, cool ocean powers or whatever, and overthrew Aeson, taking the throne for himself. Peleus killed all of Aeson's kids and was preparing to, kid, killed, was preparing to kill the new kid that Aeson's wife was pregnant with. This kid was Jason! So Mason, that's Aeson's wife and Jason's mom, for those of you keeping track, devised a plan. When Jason was born, she had all of the nursemaids crowd around the baby and cry, giving off the impression that Jason was a stillborn baby. She still didn't think it was safe for Jason. She was right, of course. So she sent him away to train with Chiron, the centaur guy. You remember him from Percy Jackson? Yeah, that guy. Um, Oh, also, Peleus goes to the Oracle of Delphi. Bad move, by the way, almost all the time. Like, that pretty much never ends well for anyone. Um, But the Oracle tells Peleus to beware a man with one sandal. We're going to put a pin in that. It'll come back in a second. So Jason trains with Chiron away in the mountains and gets, like, big and strong and stuff. Then he goes back to his old home to, like, claim his rightful place or whatever. On his way back, he meets an old lady who needs help crossing a river. Jason is a kind, good guy, TM, so he helps graciously. Surprise, it's actually the goddess Hera in disguise. Who would have thunk it? She gives Jason her blessing. Anything for a Greek hero who isn't actually the product of one of her husband's affairs. But while helping her cross the river, Jason loses one of his sandals gasp so he enters the city of Iolcos and it is announced to Peleas as the man with one sandal this raises some red flags for Peleas Jason is like I'm the rightful king and you should let me be king and Peleus in his head is like yeah right but in his out loud is like sounds good buddy but before you do that can you do one thing for me yeah why not Jason says what do you need 
oh, there's this super cool golden fleece that I want. Can you, like, go get it? Sounds like a plan, Jason says. I'm sure this task isn't just specifically designed to kill me. Questions, comments, concerns. Jason naming his son Jason gives me a lot of the same vibes as in Castlevania, Dracula naming his son Alucard, which is just Dracula, Dracula backwards. backwards. Yeah. The ancient uh, Greeks must have really liked Castlevania or something. Mm. Yeah. So I have some questions and concerns. Well, no, I just have one. Okay. So um, actually, I lo- can you hold on to those for two seconds? I need to go put water in my water bottle because my mouth needs to be lubricated. Don't talk like that ever again. Okay. You what are so your questions and comments and concerns, Katie? Okay. So, um, my thing was this um, penis guy, I think his name was. He was. Um, sure. Jason, okay, he was Jason's uncle, right? Um, half uncle. Half uncle. Half um, uncle, if you will. Sure. Penis was Jason's uncle. Um, and wasn't there um, in ancient Greece a very strong stigma against like killing your relatives or did that only really apply to like your kids? I think it was your kids. I think it was all of your relatives, but I think it was like mostly your kids. Um, I think I think most cultures have a strong stigma against killing your relatives. No, yeah, I was just yeah, saying, like a- in a lot of different myths, there's like, oh, well, we can't, like, kill him, so we're just going to leave him out to die in this place, and then he ends up surviving. And the reason for them just not, like, directly killing was because of this, like, very strong stigma against it. So I was wondering why... Um, penis stick was around to get allowed to get around yeah so um I think so this is me guessing because I don't know but I think so probably it was like you're not supposed to kill any of your relatives really like that's just generally a no-no um but I think it's specifically bad if it's your kid and also I think that Peleus was probably a special guy and he got special guy privileges um, which means that he can kill as many of his half um, nieces and ne- nephews as he His wants. nephews. <laughs> his nephews. His nephews, if you will. Maybe. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. Um, okay. So, Jason's adventure to get the Golden Fleece is one of the most iconic Greek myths out there. Interestingly enough, a lot of people don't know that there's a whole epic poem about it, the Argonautica by Apollonius. That's where a lot of our information about the story comes from. There's also a 1963 movie about the story called Jason and the Argonauts. I haven't actually seen it, but I would like to at some point, even though I have heard it isn't the most mythologically accurate. So Jason wanted to assemble a team to go on this super dangerous expedition His team was called, in case you haven't guessed, the Argonauts, named after their ship, the Argo. Nautus in Latin means sailor, so they were just, like, the sailors of the Argo, 
Argo. Okay, in my script, it says Nargo. I don't know why it says that. <laughs> why did I write Nargo? The Nargonauts. <laughs> there were a lot of people in Jason's crew, many of them famous heroes from other stories, such as Heracles and Orpheus. Oh, and Peleus. The father of Achilles, not to be confused with Peleas, the half-uncle, uncle if you will, of Jason. There was even, drumroll please, a woman! Yes, a woman. Her name was Atalanta, and she was an epic girl boss. She does other things than get the golden fleece, which we will talk about another time, and she is very cool. Easily my favorite Narganaut. Um, so along the way to go get that fleece, our friends the Argonauts made some stops along the way. The first stop on our list is the lovely island of Lemnos. So Lemnos was an island inhabited solely by women. Awesome and fun. But it wasn't always that way. The lovely ladies of Lemnos used to have husbands and all that jazz, but then they started to neglect their worship of Aphrodite, which is a big no-no if you want to keep your husbands. Aphrodite ended up cursing them to just smell really bad so that their husbands didn't want to be near them, which is honestly a very clever curse. Go, Good job, bestie. I have to drink a sip of water. Oh. Yeah, lubricate your throat. Mm. Hydration win. Hydration from win. Epic hydration moment. So the women smelled, so their husbands did not want to be near them. But their husbands couldn't just not have sex with women. So they started to take concubines from Thrace, which was near Lemnos, and the women got pissed. So they killed their husbands. Hashtag gaslight gatekeep girl boss girl murder your husband. And then there were no more men in Lemnos. The queen was named Hypsipyle, also a girl boss. When the Argonauts arrived, they, I don't know, they just started to sleep with the Lemnians. I guess the smelly curse was over by then. Um, Jason fathered two kids by Hypsipyle. By the way, Hypsipyle not very easy to spell hard to figure out where all the y's and i's go um every time i wrote it while writing this episode it took me like three whole tries but all the argonauts except for heracles ended up having sex with a lemnian woman and i was looking at the wikipedia page for lemnos and when it mentioned that heracles did not take a lover while there it said and i quote which is truly unusual considering the numerous affairs he had with other women like yeah heracles was such a man whore so it's super weird that he didn't get a girl at lemnos questions comments concerns it's it's okay sure yeah sure um so I was thinking personally, this is like, this kind of feels like, like fan fiction written by someone, the part where it's like all these different heroes from other stories are on like a boat together and they're going on a little <laughs> adventure. That's like, they remind me of like a war. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Crossover episode. It's Highest grossing like story in ancient Greece. Let's it's see, like yeah. those weird ass YouTube videos that are like a bunch of different Disney movies spliced together, set <laughs> to a weird pop song. 
Or like, like in, don't ask me why I've seen this, but like Wreck-It Ralph Breaks the Internet where they have like all the princesses appear. Yeah. I was like, okay, great job, Disney. That's what this makes me think. I liked Gal Gadot's character in Wreck-It Ralph Breaks the Internet. She was hot. (laughs) I liked her character. I don't know if I've seen regular Wreck-It Ralph. I have. I remember because I was obsessed with the Owl City song from it for a while. There was an Owl City song? Yeah, When Can I See You Again? When Can I See You Again? Did he make that song for Wreck-It Ralph? I don't know. Life is way too short to take it slow. But before I go and hit the road, I've got enough. When can I see you again? Man, there was so much lag on that. Okay. My whole life is a lie. Just like when I found out that Life is a Highway was made for a Cars movie. Do you know how devastating? You didn't know Life was... I've seen Cars 53 times, and your lack of knowledge on the subject is frankly appalling to me. I mean, I've also seen Cars, but, like, somehow that didn't register to me, and I thought it was, like, a cool 80s song. Keep in mind, this was when I was, like, younger. And I don't know, I thought it was so cool for liking it, but it was from f***ing Cars. (laughs) None of you, none of you know as much about Cars as me. Yeah, I believe you have that title. Another thing that feels vaguely like fan fiction-y about this is the fact that everyone took a lover, but not Heracles. Like, I feel like whoever wrote this had a personal vengeance against them, you know? No, like, someone writing, like, and all the characters got bitches, except for this guy, because he sucks. <laughs> and he's a loser, you know? Yeah. Anyway, continue. Just, we're not a Heracles stan. Not a Heracles stand. Heracles anti. I think Heracles is probably the one who got he got cursed to be stinky. Just all of the women's stinky curse got put onto him for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He absorbed it. He, it's his now. Next up, our intrepid heroes land on the island of the Dolions where they meet King Kaisicus. Kaisicus was a super nice guy who welcomed them in generously. He told them many things, such as about the land near Bear Mountain. He did not, however, mention what lives there. One would think it was bears, but it was not bears. It was giants. You should call it Giant Mountain instead to save any confusion. Also, I think I should point out that I did have dramatic sigh written in my script. I I wrote that out for myself. Um, anyway, they, like, killed a lot of giants, and Kaisicus was like, oh, awesome, thanks. And then the Argonauts set sail. The end. Or is it? Because that night, a storm rolled in, sending the Argonauts back to the island. But this time, their welcome wasn't so friendly. Both the Argonauts and the Dolions mistook each other for the enemy because it was super dark out. And they fought each other during the battle. Either Jason or Heracles, mistaking Kaisicus for a bad guy, killed him. When the sun rose, they saw what they had done. Big oopsie. Kaisicus's wife found out and killed herself. Other big oopsie. 
They held an elaborate funer funeral for Kaisicus, not his wife, though, because women suck, and they ran off. They were getting close to Colchis, but the only way to get there was to go through the simple gates, which were huge giant clashing rocks that smashed together at, like, intervals of time. Phineas, this guy they met earlier, whom I didn't mention because there wasn't that much to say about him, gave Jason a dove and told him to release the dove when they got to the simple gates. If the dove made it through, they should row as fast as they could to get through the rocks. And if it didn't, suck through them, and they are doomed. They go to the rocks and let the dove out, and it makes it through. Of course it did. Imagine if the story ended with them just, like, getting smashed by some rocks. That'd be so silly. At least then, Medea would be fine. But we'll get to that later. For now, our guys and singular gal are rowing through the rocks with all their might and getting past the rocks. Colchis is near at last. Questions? Comments? Concerns? I yeah. feel like I feel like Heracles in this is when, like, your teacher is making examples of things you shouldn't do in the classroom but instead of embarrassing one of the students they make up a fake person to get everything wrong like god heracles why can't you do anything right you useless dolt to be fair it also might have been jason who killed the guy god jason why can't you do anything right you useless dolt yeah you dick shitter <laughs> Um, so my comment was, I thought that it was, like, so funny that it was called Bear Mountain, and then there were, like, giants in it, because, like, bears are bad, obviously, but they're not, like, giants-level bad. That's, like, if someone's, like, oh, don't go down there, that's, like, Pyramid Scheme Alley, and then you go down there, and there's murderers <laughs> there, and you're, like, yeah, people in Pyramid Schemes are bad, but not, like, murderer-level bad. Like, it's so funny. It's, like, it they tell you that it sucks and then it sucks more yeah that's my only comment that's a great yeah that's a great analogy that's a really good comment thank you <laughs> can't believe there's murderers in pyramid scheme alley that's the episode title can't believe there's murderers in pyramid scheme alley Everyone. I feel like we need to have a designated giggle fit break for this. Okay, continue. I'm okay. No more dilly dallying, Phoebe. No more dilly dallying. Katie has to do her AB Euro homework. Stop bringing that up. You're going to make me sound like a prank woman that cares about AB Euro. No, you oh, care don't worry. about, you care about things that aren't speech team too. To, like, so, Jace arrives in Colchis, ready to go get that fleece. It is currently in possession of King Aedes. Nuts. Aedes was like, sure. <laughs> Aedes nuts. Yeah, I said that. No, I didn't hear you. I nuts. No, I said it. It's in. The, I wrote it in the script. Oh, screw you. Fine. You, you heard me subconsciously and said it. Ah, uh, that must be it. That must be it. Aedes was nuts. Aedes nuts was like, sure, I'll give you the fleece if you perform some tasks for me. Obviously, these tasks were given to Jason in the manner that the Golden Fleece quest itself was given to Jason, without any intention for him to succeed. His tasks are as follows. 
plow a field with fire-breathing oxen, sow dragon teeth into said field, and get past the dragon that guards the tree that the golden fleece is hanging on. These tasks were obviously super hard to do, and Jason was like, uh-oh, whatever will I do? But Hera, who liked Jason because of that one time he helped her cross that one river, had already thought of this. So she convinced Aphrodite to convince Eros, Aphrodite's son, to make Medea, Aedes's daughter, fall in love with Jason. So Medea gets, like, magic to fall in love with Jason. And is like, shit, I gotta help him with his tasks now, otherwise he could die and then I'd be sad. Medea is actually a super powerful sorceress, so her help is, like, very important. Um, remember the fire-breathing oxen Jason had to plow a field with? Medea gives our friend Jason magic special ointment to lather himself with that will protect him from the fire that the oxen breathe. Sewing the dragon teeth into the field? Yeah, that was actually a trap which would spawn an army of warriors. Luckily, luckily, Medea warns Jason of this and tells him how to beat them. That dragon is so big. Surely there's no way Medea can... Oh, no. She gives Jason a potion, potion to make the dragon fall asleep. He gets the fleece. Boom, boom, done. Jason and Medea sailed off together. Aedes giving chase because, wait, no, he didn't actually mean for Jason to succeed. Fuck, no, come back. Luckily, Medea has a plan for this, too. You see, her brother is also chasing her and Jason. So she stops their ship, lures her brother into a trap, and kills him and chops up his body. Then she scatters his corpse bits into the ocean, forcing her father to stop and pick up the pieces in order to give him the proper funeral rites. And listen, okay, that sounds bad, but like, she's just a girl boss, okay? Just a girl boss building her empire. You can't really blame her that much. Well, you could, theoretically. You probably should, actually. But, like, you know, sometimes you just gotta, right? Like, sometimes you just don't have another choice, right? You know? Questions, comments, concerns. Um, I just, I think the way you, like, explained um, the fact that she chopped up her brother and threw his pieces into the sea so his father would have to stop. It's, like, it's really funny to me. I don't know why. It's kind of just, like, I read somewhere that, like, lore about vampires used to be, like, if you scattered, like, stuff in front of them, like, grains of rice, they would have to stop to count it. And it's just, like, like a funny little life hack. Like, if you throw this, they'll have to, like, stop and buy you some time. But it's, like, your brother's yeah. dead corpse. That's also, very interestingly, the plot of a different Greek myth involving one of the characters in this Greek myth. But we're not going to get into that now because that's a spoiler. Spoilers for Greek mythology, guys. Okay. So the Argonauts are on their way home. But on their way, they pass where the sirens are. The sirens are hot ladies that live on rocks and sing songs to make sailors jump out of boats. Um, Chiron had previously told Jason that they would never make it past the sirens without their buddy Orpheus. Remember that guy who was super good at singing and music? Well, if you don't, go listen to episode, which one, which episode did we do Orpheus in? I, I think it was five. 
go listen to episodes one through eight, all of them, and then give us five-star reviews on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and then give us word reviews telling us how much you love the podcast on Apple Podcasts, and then tell us which episode it is that Orpheus is in. Um, But yeah, when they get to the sirens and they start singing, Orpheus just like takes out his lyre and starts making music that's just better than the sirens is singing. (laughs) He just like out music's the magic hot singing ladies and you know can't argue with the results um they also pass the island of crete remember that from the last two episodes you should probably go listen to those again just in case you forgot and then listen to the rest of our episodes and give us five star reviews on spotify and apple Podcasts, and give us word reviews on apple Podcasts, telling how telling us how much you love our podcast um after and then come back and listen to the rest of the episode so the they pass the island of crete which is being guarded by a giant bronze guy named talos talos starts to throw rocks at them to stop their ship um luckily they have medea who just hey, talos like, this can't be happening yeah luckily they have medea who just like does everything for them now i guess um, she realizes that Talos has a giant blood vessel on his neck held together by a singular nail. So she casts a calming spell on Talos, then removes the nail so that he bleeds to death. No big deal. No biggie, you know? Yeah. No biggie. Um, questions, comments, concern, questions, comments, concerns. As Talos bled to death, do you think he was thinking, by me, this can't be happening? I think he was thinking. I would say sorry for all the Vitalos this can be happening jokes, but I'm really not sorry. I think that meme is hilarious. And I don't, I wouldn't say I love the Elder Scrolls because I've never played an Elder Scrolls game in my life, but I think they're like interesting. Talos is also in the Elder Scrolls. I should have, I should have. You people know nothing about the Elder Scrolls. I've played Skyrim. I've watched you play Skyrim. That's true. So, um, so I just think that the fact that um, Orpheus could like outsing the sirens that is so incredibly funny to me, and it it just it reinforces the fact that this kind of reads like fan fiction. Like if Heracles is this writer's least favorite, Orpheus is clearly like their favorite because it's like no no like I know the sirens whole thing is singing, but Orpheus is like a really good singer. Like you guys, he's like he's really good. You don't get it. Is the Argon- is the Argonautica is does fan fiction? Vote now on your phones. Vote now on your um so what you need to do is listen to episodes one through eight again and then give us five stars on Apple Podcasts and also Spotify. And then on Apple Podcasts, tell us how much you love our podcast, and then also tell us is the Arctic has the Ar- Argonautica. Tell us has the Argonautica is does fan fiction. Uh-huh. Yeah. How eloquent, Phoebe. Thank you. That's my name, Phoebe the Eloquent. Feloquent, if you will. Oh, we that's, need to stop squishing words together. That's, that's where we're going to end the episode today. And next week, we will kick it off from the viewpoint of the only competent member of the crew, Medea, to see what kind of bullshit Jason pulls in the future. For... 
for a second when I thought you said the only competent member of the crew, you were referring to yourself and us <laughs> as like the crew. And I was like, okay, that's a little on the nose, but all right. But yes, go woman. Go woman. I like to think that I'm competent. I, I fulfill my duties of making really, really nerdy references in every single episode without fail. To be fair, this is a classics podcast. I don't think too nerdy is like a metric. This is a classics podcast. Really? Hey, if you like this podcast and want to see more of it, we'd really appreciate it if you went to Apple Podcasts and gave us a five-star rating and review. It's one of the best ways to grow our platform. And now you can give us stars on Spotify also. So go give us five of them. As always, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or have a topic for an episode you want to suggest, please email to them um, please email to them to us at mediocritiespod at gmail.com or find us on Instagram, TikTok, and Tumblr at mediocritiespod or at on Twitter at podmediocrities. Good night and goodbye.